this evening back from the holidays and from my conference and having such a wonderful wonderful uh, bringing into the new year I'm telling you it was fantastic for me okay and I am hoping that it is or was fantastic for you and still being fantastic for you this is a new year this is 2023 I have no mantra. I don't believe in them, but I can say this much. I wish you all that your heart, mind, and soul can hold on to. Because this year, I truly believe there will be healing for those who have done the work. Well, today I'm going to talk about karma. That's, again, one of my favorite subjects. And um, karma is something that we all have. We sometimes do not understand uh, what we put into the universe. But the one thing about karma is that it will come knocking at your door or we will clear it up like dust on the floor you know how you have to go get the broom and sweep it up i want to say good evening good afternoon and good morning to all of you wherever you may be this is empress q conscious acts of change and i am really fired up because i'm so ready to start and kick off the new year although my plate is running over like gravy uh over rice <laughs> but it's okay because I just have to learn how to manage this schedule have so many great things that's happening for me this month and I want to share everything with you but not until it's all ready and then I will reveal my new website my programs and hoping that you will continue to follow me as I try to manage this crazy schedule of mine in the new year not complaining Ask for it all. Okay. <laughs> Just have to deal with it. And that is what it is. So again, today my topic is going to be about karma. And karma is so important for us because we need to know what we're doing out here. You know, we need to know what causes are we putting into the universe that may not be so healthy for our overall well-being um, sometimes we can become very emotional creatures and we react and respond to things that are not necessarily for our benefit in life but later we end up having regrets because we said something we did something and so now we've set into motion an experience to come back to us because for every action there is an equal reaction so you know just think about karma what is it I mean it simply means that what matters to us in our life and how do we deal with those things that matter to us in our life that is the most simplest 
definition that I could possibly give regarding karma. I'm not sure if I'm going in and out but with my earphones on. I kind of sound like I'm kind of going in and out. So I'm trying to keep uh, balance to this conversation with these microphones and machines and whatnot. Okay. But um, I want to make sure that we pay attention. That Those three words for me is like a thorn in my side. Pay attention because you must pay attention to what you do in life in order to reap the benefit of what the cosmic universe has to offer us. You see, when we are asking for things, the whole world right now in the month of January is praying for and have on their vision board and have on their list of wants money. Money. But money doesn't solve all of our problems and money definitely does not bring us everything we need. Money cannot bring us health. It cannot heal a broken heart. Because what rolls out of our mind and our tongue and what we put into the library of our subconscious mind is what's going to play back to us. going to bring back to us when we get into that solemn, observant frame of mind where things start coming up and showing us ourselves. So you see, karma is that thing that when we store things that we don't want to deal with in the library of our subconscious mind, we take it to the warehouse, you know, we take it to storage and we don't want to deal with those limitations and challenges because they did not work out for us the way that we had quote unquote planned. We plan a lot of things that doesn't necessarily work. I know I have. I lost two businesses in, two, in 2020, uh, 2020, and so they didn't work out the way I planned. But I couldn't stop there, and I didn't want to build karma negatively of, you know, blaming people or blaming the world or blaming God or blaming, you know, the monkey, the rat, or whoever started this thing. <laughs> no, I don't have time to blame somebody because I'm wasting my energy. I am not using my cosmic time correctly in order for me to draw to me the supply that I need in every area of my life. So karma simply, simply tells me that what happens to me in the present is the result of the causes that I created from the past. What have I been doing? What pictures have I put in motion in the past where my negatives are showing me on the movie reels, reels that, oh, do you like what you see about yourself? Did you make good decisions? Did you create good causes? Did you put out good causes during 2022, 2021, 2020? 2019, 2018, and so on and so forth. Because whatever we was doing, however we were spending our time, whatever we were thinking about, whatever we spoke, will come back, whether it is 
good, bad, or indifferent. We could have created karma, good, bad, or indifferent, 10 minutes ago, 2 hours ago, 20 years ago, a lifetime ago. We have put some things into the universe that sometimes we are not proud of. And we have done some significant things in our lives that have brought us the opportunity and the benefit of good karma. Joy, joy, happiness, peace, supply. We just didn't do things haphazardly. Some of us planned. Some of us are very methodical thinkers. Some of us are observers. We pay attention to ourselves and the people that we let into our lives. Some people are reckless. Some people just don't pay attention and have not made the connection that needs to occur during their growth process. You know, karma is what our grandparents used to say back in the day, what goes around, come around. Whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he reap. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Just like when we get sick or we have a disease in our body. The doctor told you that you've got the bunkers and the conquerors. And you say, oh my God, am I going to live? You're going to live. You just got to go through some radiation and some chemo and some other stuff and you'll be fine. But you see, it's the process that you have to clean out some things that you brought into that house of yours that didn't belong there. Like anger, fear, hate. Refusing to let go. Wanting to hold on. So you don't understand, Empress. This is what this person did to me. This person has moved on. Don't even remember what they did to you. And they've created new karma, new life, new everything for themselves. While you're still hanging over here in the hangar. Holding on to something that happened 20 years ago. You see, our bodies respond to the malevolent levels of consciousness that we engage in. So if we are having deep-seated anger or holding on to deep-seated, uh, un being unloved, feeling unloved or anxiety or um, uh, jealousy or whatever, it is that we concoct in our minds, if we hold on to it, we allow that seed of negativity to take up residency within our bodies, find the, link, the weakest link in your body, and start growing there. And become very comfortable there. And then the doctor says, well, we can either give you pills or we can give you shots or we can give you drugs or we can give you whatever. But the bottom line is, even when they take it out, we still have to change that mindset. Those thoughts and feelings that we hold within our bodies and refuse to just let 
go. <laughs> Refuse to forgive someone because they hurt you. Not doing what you wanted them to do. You see, we become hurt when things don't go our way. That's where hurt comes from. You hurt me because you didn't do what I told you to do. You didn't buy me what I asked you to buy me. You didn't go where I wanted you to go. And so we afflict our own pain. The person didn't hurt you. Perhaps God told the person not to do it. And the person followed their own spiritual instruction. But we take on this personal affliction that someone hurt us because we couldn't have our way. So disease or dis-ease find it, finds its way within that weakest spot in the body, takes up residency, and begin to create karma. Blockage. Darkness where no energy has the opportunity or the ability to move and connect to the next disc or even yet to the crown of your being. Energy cannot flow. So my knees start hurting. That's an indicator that number one, you have blockage there your energy is not moving if your energy is not moving you got some karma there and knees represent metaphysically that you do not want to move forward with your life you are not flexible think about it it shows us that the cause or the reason we engage in the experience in the first place. Well, you know, I really got into the situation because well, I thought he would make me happy or she would make me happy. Well, I thought I could change them. That is such a popular thing, particularly among us females. <laughs> you know, and so we can't. How can we change someone else when we're having difficulty changing ourselves? Trying to fix, manage, and control someone else when you can't fix, manage, and control yourself. We are a handful by ourselves. So it is important that we take a look at the cause or the reason for the engagement, which is resulting in an experience the effect the effect is an experience you see we have to experiment with something before we have an experiment we must be able to test something to see if it works what's its capacity what is its abilities what are the variances that i can play with and then once we have experimented with all of that, when the experience, the effect come around from the cause that we have put out into the universe, we're not ready sometimes for the effect. Sometimes the effect is wonderful and it's great and it's magnificent and it's fruitful. But then there are other times where not might might not be so good 
the effects can come in so many different ways. But if we're not observant of what we are doing, what we are experimenting with, in other words, playing Russian roulette with things that we sometimes may be unfamiliar with, may not have enough information about. That one bullet is all that's needed. So we must pay attention to our environment because you see, we are collecting data every day in our life. We are collecting records and memories every day within the library of our subconscious mind. It is storing information. It is our storing warehouse where we put things away so we no longer have to think about it anytime soon because one thing about it, it is coming back to us. It is definitely coming back to us. So while karma tells us that whatever we do will come full circle to the doorstep of your house, sometime, somewhere, it's going to show up. While it is telling us that, it is also telling us that you have to be accountable for everything that you do. You must pay back all the wrongdoing that you have done. So let's just think about the wrongdoing that we do to ourselves when we fall in our faith, when we lose hope and the ability to see something positive or good to happen for us. That is a karmatic debt because we have to be accountable for that thought and we have to clear that thought. We have to change that thought before the good, the positive, the new, the supply that we are seeking will come to us. The universe is not going to come and fill a basket full of worms when it should have a basket full of fruit. The work that we have been doing in the vineyard of God to bring to us the benefit of the work that we've been doing. We don't want debts. We want cash receipts that we have paid our dues and now it is my turn, my time to receive from the cosmic universe all of the natural laws that I have been obedient to. It is time for me now to receive the fullness of God's supply that he has at hand for my life. Your life. When I say my life, I mean collectively. Life is not going to ever be all bad. We're going to have ebb and flows, ups and downs. But most importantly, we must make sure that we are doing our work. Let it go. Because when we let go, or if we keep the door closed, we'll never be able to let anything in. But if we open the door, 
in love than a floodgate of energy can come in and move things in and around and through us that cause us to move, that cause the energy in the universe to move. You know, I was having a conversation with my husband the other day and he says, oh, look at the moon. The moon is, is going down. It's setting. I said, no, the moon is not setting. The moon does not move. The earth moves and everything in the earth moves. The earth simply spins in its cycle. And that's what we are to do. We are to move in order to bring things to us and to attract us. Attract things to us. Because 2022 is just an illusion. Just like 2023. It is us that have to create what we want out of this illusion into a manifested physical form that we will understand that whatever we need is available to us if we let go of the hindrances of our lives. And position ourselves to move with the energy for us to evolve like the earth on an axis and allow the sun and the moon to pass through and around us. Are there any causes that you created? in 2022 that you need to resolve before this year goes any further. Because some things we need to just clear in our mind. We have to let it go. And you see, that's the beautiful part about re reincarnation because reincarnation, as you can see, is real. Some people don't believe in reincarnation, but all you have to do is look at the seasons of the earth. That we're now in the season where all of the leaves are have fallen from the trees, some trees, not all, depending on the type of tree. Where the birds are flying south so that they won't die in the cold. Everything in nature moves to its appropriate next step so that it can come back with greater tenacity, a greater life force. In the spring, the trees will bloom again, food will grow again. Everything must die so we can live. We must die because we elevate it through that death process. So we are able to come back and burn off karma that we had in another lifetime or perhaps evolve higher so that we can learn and become more expanded in our consciousness and our understanding of who we are. We are not here on earth just to kick it enjoy the material things. We come here to fulfill the mission of the will of God. 
Not purpose. That's earthly. The mission of the will of God. So there has to be an ebb and flow process. There has to be a, 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 a death and a rebirth process in order for us to evolve. We cannot ascend in our evolution of life just in one lifetime. That's impossible. So he gives us many lifetimes to come back and he gives us many chances to get it right. So that is why it's important that when we cleanse our karma, when we cleanse those causes that we have created that are not in alignment with the mission of the will of God, that we will find peace and happiness when we do that. And not get caught up in the why me victimization. Why not? Why me? Why not? <laughs> Somebody has to do it, right? You know, so, and I can go a lot deeper than this, but I don't want to go any deeper. I want to keep it very, very basic and simple because this is a topic that many people quite, don't still understand or don't want to deal with or just have not gotten to that level of being able to what I like to call cut their loss and move on. So I've learned to cut my loss and move on. I'm not going to let things just stick around and create additional harm or find myself in situations where it is not beneficial for my life. I'll cut my loss and keep it moving. So, I don't know what the static is. I'm not sure if you're hearing it, but I am. I'm having just a little... I've been having a bumpy day all day today. My computer went out, so I got to take that back to the shop again. <laughs> and I think it's just the energy of growth right now. You know, I've always been told by a mentor of mine that anytime you're having technology problems, it simply means energy is shifting and if things are breaking down in and around your home or your car or whatever, that you are growing, you are elevating. You see, that's why it's important to keep all of our channels clear and free because it allows you to grow and expand and which means that new things will start coming to you. New opportunities will come to you. But nothing can come to us if we are stagnant in our thinking. We can't receive the supply that we need to fulfill every area of our life. Our soul has to grow. It has to, it has to not only we take care of our soul, but our soul is where the memory of all of our lifetimes are. So our soul is real clear about who we are, but the question is, oh, what do we do when, you know, it's time to clean out the soul? At times it seems that the only thing that we can count on are the seasons or the cycles of the seasons in our life. No matter what else happens, we can depend on the search for new life at springtime. 
We know that that's going to happen. We know. Why? Because we have seen evidence that the full bloom of the beauty of the summer and all that it brings in the spring and the fall. We know that. Well, this is the same thing that we must know about ourselves as it relates to our life. We must have a ripe season for our own harvest. And we must welcome the nature, all, all parts of nature, to prepare for us a fresh start. It's time. This is the new year. It is time for us to begin to evolve, to bring streams of consciousness into our life, world, and affairs that is going to bring us prosperity, that is going to bring us supply, that is going to bring us love, that's going to bring us peace, that's going to bring us balance, that's going to make the overall well-being of who we are in spirit and in flesh whole. But we must do the work. We can't wait on God to sit back and do it for He's waiting on us. We must have a rebirthing process daily in our life. We must die daily in, this, in, a, in, in, a, in our cause and effects, in our conscious mind. We must open our mind up to things that bring light. Because see, light, light on your path shows you which direction to go in. But if you're walking in darkness, then you will bump into things. You will repeat things. You'll fall down. You'll hurt yourself. You'll fall into the cycle of endless perpetual limitation. Maybe a permanent stop. Maybe a pause. So karma and, kriya and incarnation, they go hand in hand. They explain what our soul is doing you know it's like the phoenix rising from the dust and from its ashes so we must we must let the former selves of us die so that we are able to be reborn in consciousness as well as through our human bodies everything that we are today. We have been building for thousands of years. The natural cycles of karma and reincarnation can help us understand how we got where we are today and what we can do about it. What is the cause? What is the effect? What is the records I'm keeping? What is the memories I'm holding on to? They can help us. They can guide us. They can navigate us out of the attitudes that we have had in the past, the challenges, the crises, those assignments that we don't want to do, or even to look toward the aspirations for our life. Are we willing to fulfill the mission of the will of God versus our own purpose? Our own selfishness that we have created in life. This is a new year. This is an opportunity that 2022 died. We've just been reborn again 
And most importantly, we get an opportunity to start all over again. Are we going to bring those things that are unfinished from the past into the new year? Why didn't we get it finished? What were we doing? Is that the direction that we should go? Maybe it's not. Or maybe we didn't apply ourselves enough to complete the task. So when we want to look at ourselves, we have to really, really, really begin to become still. Find that quiet pause in your life. Search for your own quiet quest so that you can do some serious self-reflection. It's still early. And to see what will you be doing differently and how will you be applying your energy. Are you going to misuse your energy as you have previously or will you sit down and really think about how am I going to value the time that I'm given here on earth and make it beneficial and whole for my life. What am I going to do? What are the underlying principles as well as the practical aspects of my life that I need to be following? And not having perpetual experiences over and over again. We have to look at what area of our life that we need to get rid of the karma. You see, when I say karma, I don't mean your whole life is going backwards. I simply mean that there are certain areas of your life that may need to move in a more direct position versus continually having to repeat something because you have not perfected the way to go. We must trace the threads of those woven lifetime experiences that we have created. And we must share the tools and the techniques that can help us transform our karmatic encounters so that we are able to shape our future and its opportunities. That is the most important message that I can give you for the new year. As my first message for the new year. We must continually contemplate so that we don't come into this new year which is full of its own supply waiting for you. We must come into this new year with no expectations, but to position and prepare ourselves to receive the unlimited supply that is available that the universe has to offer. There's more than enough. 
everyone has their equal measure and share and all we have to do is be concerned about what we need and not what someone else has. We must use the power of our word to call forth within the dominion of our life what we need and not be concerned about our neighbor. To sustain everything in our life, world, and affairs for us. I hope this message this evening has been fruitful for you and to just give you something to think about before you continue to move forward into 2023. So let's get the broom and the dustpan out and let's clean up some things before we go any further so we don't have any roadblocks and blockages and diseases and ills and limitations and challenges that we may have experienced last year and let's open this the flow of our energy so that it can move through us effortlessly and bring to us like-minded energy bearers where we can make connections, have positive relationships, whether they are business, personal, spiritual, whatever it is that you need. Family, having good relationships. And when we see someone who energy has decided to go into a stagnant mode or static mode, then we are to just send them light so that the light begins to heal the malevolent levels of their consciousness. This is Empress Q. I'm getting ready to sign off now. wanted to make sure I came in, plug in, so that we can start this new year talking about new things, getting ready for everything that we are expecting. Expect beyond your imagination. I always expect beyond my imagination because I don't know what God's going to bring to me. I want it to be big because I know when He brings it, it's going to be bigger than what my beyond could ever look like. And that is how it works. So have a wonderful evening and I will uh, be coming back on in a couple of days to make sure that we continue growing together. Don't think I don't have no junk. Okay. <laughs> I got a few suitcases in the closet. <laughs> I need to be working on myself. But it's about learning and it's about knowing who you are so that you have no problem just feeling yourself and going into your sacred space to heal yourself. I love you. Thank you so much for your time and being here and listening to me. Shalom.